Hi guys, welcome back to the Reupload podcast. Today is episode two, and I have my two friends, Jack and Zane, on. Zane, do you want to quickly uh, talk about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Sam, for having me. My name's Zane, and I work in the film industry. Okay, and uh, Jack, what about you, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm um, also, yeah, thanks for having us, Sam. My name is Jack, I'm 20, and I work um, in the writing industry. Do you? So, no. I'm a music and sound design student at UTS. Uh huh. That's pretty much all you need to know about me. You do a couple things to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to quickly like go into your um, what you guys do? So first, we'll go with Zane and um, Zane. What means Zane have a lot in common is um, at uni. Some of you guys might know I created a short film and I've got really into all the film side of stuff. And um, Zane's been uh, you know a great a person that's been there for me and like supported me a lot with some of that stuff. You want to talk about like what you've done in the film industry in the past? What have I done? I dropped out of film school. Uh huh. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but after that, I just worked on a few TV shows and just have just been trying to go along with that. You know, I've done some editing and content creation. That's that's about it for me. Yeah. Hopefully, more to come. Yeah. And um, what was your experience like when you're at the film school? Because I've I know some people that were. Um, what's the one? The one in the city. Um, on Broadway, I can't think of what the name of it's called, but um, when I worked on that uh, film, when I was the gaffer, the, oh, SAE, yes, SAE, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Jackson Flynn, Flynn Bundy, if you guys are watching this, um, they both went there, okay. And um, they <laughs> and um, yeah, I worked on a film with them, and um, they told me their experience. Like, what was your experience? Did you honestly like enjoy it? Um, I only enjoyed the practical aspect of it, but uh, I wasn't a fan of the school, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the school system was just never for me personally, so I just didn't mesh well with it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I ask, were you expecting that? Yeah. Um, not really. I thought it would be good. And then I showed up on my first day and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it was just downhill from there. With a, with a bit of uphill, but yeah. ultimately I just realized that practical experience is a lot better than theoretical mm-hmm. and do you ever think about doing the uni option like doing a you know a basic i don't know bachelor arts majoring in film for example or just a straight film degree um by uni option do you mean like going to like yeah 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 and studying film at uni i did want to actually no i never wanted to go to uni actually i just wanted to go straight to after since mm-hmm. year six mm-hmm. so you know what it's really disappointing that it didn't work out to yeah. be honest but well, no, then, it's okay. At the end of the day, you don't need something on paper saying, oh, yeah, I've studied two years of film. doesn't make you any better than, say, the person on the side of the road that, you know, has worked on 20 films than next to the person that's you know, has a degree saying, oh, yeah, I have a bachelor in film. Because mm. it does, 100%, mate. Both. And then uh, yourself, what about Jack? Sorry. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, can, I, can I ask you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Zane, if, if, do, you, do you regret at all going to afters? Like if you could go back in time, would you not go? No, 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 not at all. It was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, mate. No, fair enough. Um, the boys, rev- the boys. Um, <laughs> fuck it out. That's very rude. We'll yeah, just continue. Sorry. Um, no. So, um, being a film, would you say? Would you recommend it? So, because that's something I've you know thought about. You know, maybe even just doing a diploma for six months or a year and studying film. Like, would you recommend it? It depends what you want out of it. Because it's a good opportunity for networking, for yeah. sure. But it just depends on how you learn. Like, it's different for everyone. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You've both expressed interest in, like, studying films and you already have. Sound yeah. Like, oh, like, right now? 
sort of. Well, like at um, uh, some of you know, I went to uh, Notre Dame and I did a bit of film. Currently, yeah. I don't do any film. It's just straight advertising, and it's great. But you really don't get the opportunity at university. Like you just like okay, do this. Make sure your film fits this, this, and this, and then you have a semester, and that's it. And maybe obviously, I assume it's different to film course when you're studying for six months. You probably get all different options of what you you know. This week, you start yeah. on your major. The next one, you work on a film that is only black and white, for example. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. you probably have more options. And unis, from my experience, it's not that detail. Mm. It's just do this, this, and this. And yes, it helped. Like, I wouldn't know some of the basics. And I wouldn't be able to talk to Zane, for example, about certain things about the film industry. But at the end of the day, Zane's talking about shutter speed and certain things on a camera. I just don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But, but see, that's, that's the thing at Afters. I didn't really know that stuff either. It was like learning yeah. practically yeah. when I realized like there's so much that I don't know. That's why I decided not to pursue film school because I don't know. They're just really, I found that they haven't really taught the stuff that you need to know. And maybe that's because like they expect you to know it, but I, a lot of people don't know that stuff. You wouldn't like hundred percent. Like I did the film. I was all, like growing up, I've always done YouTube videos, always, Filming something. Mum's mm-hmm. even showing us old uh, footage. Mum found a camera with all this old footage of us the other day. And I'm, I'm the kid with the camera out filming myself. Yeah. And I've always been into it, but I don't know shit about it. I'm just pulling up the camera and like, hi guys, welcome to this. Hi guys, this today I'm building something, for example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't know the basics. Yeah. And like, you go into the film industry. You go to these courses and you're expecting, you know what? I want to learn about how to use, you know, a camera, how to link up audio with the camera yeah because even so I didn't know how to link up the audio for this podcast properly self-taught yeah self, most it is self-taught it seems like in the film industry you have to be self-taught to be anywhere successful so that's the way would you both say like going to film school would be less about like getting more of like an artistic touch within yourself and more like theoretical knowledge of cameras and more like application of like the what it's like on the set or less about like actually honing your skills and like making a good film with your own artistic Touch. You know how they say you have to know the rules to break the rules? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Well I feel like I feel like it is important to know the rules of like how to make a movie, like I don't actually even know the rules. I don't <laughs> I can't, either, I can't mention them. I feel like there are there's a one eighty degree rule. There's one eighty degree rule. Yeah. And there's the um there isn't that's the only one I can at least remember. There's that's the only one I can list. Yeah. Maybe you can like make rules within yourself, like personal interests. There isn't, and that even within it, like I didn't know just certain aspects of being on a film set, like the roles. Like they didn't even obviously. I only did the subject. I only this was only one subject. I did two technically film subjects. We only really went into it for one, and even in that, they still didn't tell us much. Like I didn't know what a producer did exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, I know what a director does somewhat before then, but I still didn't know. Yeah, director does this, this, and this. Directors were right. this has help in doing the script, helping, you know, doing the shots, helping doing that, but they don't do most of it. You, they, you get writers, but most directors do write nowadays. But yeah. yeah. Even so, like, it's, it's a lot different to what people will think, you know? I just, I remember on my first day, someone told me, some teachers said, you don't know what you don't know until you realize you don't know it. Yeah. Because I was just, like, thinking, like, I don't want to be there. And, like, that did carry me through the schooling system for a bit. But when I realized, like, how much I didn't know by actually doing that stuff, 
I realized like the film school isn't doing it for me, so I want to like really put my energy elsewhere. Yeah. Well, it seems like it. Like film is one of those things you don't need a piece of paper saying that you can do it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like a lawyer or whatever when you need a degree or a certain mark. You can go and get a zero ATAR, for example, and then go do go to a film school or you don't even need to you can just be like if film is one of those things you need it's all about connections yeah and yeah. knowing the next person you know and you don't need to go you don't need a million dollars to go make a film then publish it then post it you only need a couple hundred bucks and then it moves up and then people might like your film and then they'll be like oh can you come to my festival I'll give you a cheap discount or they'll give it to free you know depending on the festival like just yeah. wor- working on my one recently just trying to I'm having people sending me comments, oh, come you be in this, I'll give you a good price. And some of them obviously were fake, but there was real ones, there was mm. real intent. But at the end of the day, like, you're not gonna learn this from yeah. just going to a school and studying for three hours. Like, I didn't know any of this shit. I just, I just looked online and I, it's all about research. And it's very similar to podcasting and content creating. They all intertwine. Yeah, yeah, very well. I feel like that's with most things. Like, if there's a will, there's a way. And if 100%. you're passionate about it enough, like, no film school can, like, get your abilities that high to be truly great. Like, you can just, um, if you're that passionate, you'll, you'll do it yourself. Yeah, no, you're 100% right at the end of the day. Well, um, anyways, would you say that uh, I had a terrible ATAR and I'm doing quite, I'm oh, doing quite well? No, what was your ATAR? It was a 53. Dude, mine was 42.5. Okay, so you're on the same boat. Would you say... Yeah, well, you but fifties almost, it's sort of same boat. You probably struggled. You probably uh, could only get into maybe what? Could you get into any university? Did any universities give oh, you offers? I didn't even try. You didn't even try, but you... I, I knew straight where I was going. Yeah, Guys, together you can easily get into a medical degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could have seventy-five. Yeah, no, but even so, would you say? <laughs> that... <laughs> no, no, no. Why we got a low eight? Oh fuck me! No, it's not. It's ninety, ninety-five. <laughs> um, no. And uh, what I was trying to say, would you say an ATAR is the end goal? Do you need a good ATAR? Oh, you know to the do the, I don't know the answer, but I want your opinion. Yeah. So, go ahead, Jack. Oh, absolutely not. Well, I just said, if there's a will, there's a way. Like, exactly. If, if you want to be a lawyer, I'm sure you already know the requirements to become a lawyer and be very like um, familiar with sort of the schooling system. Yeah. Not necessarily what the process is behind, what it takes to learn a large sum of content within a short period of time yeah um but like for any passion I, I feel like there's a whole idea in society of like you need this certificate to get this job and you mm-hmm. need to study four plus years get a bachelor's degree a master's whatever um and then you can do it and if you fuck up your right side then you're, you're done skis exactly like even so yourself like would you even say music obviously you have you doing the music course at university yeah and would you even think, say, for the music industry? That's another thing. Would you even need an ATAR? No, absolutely not. No, at all. You don't need a degree in music. There are so many... I feel like any job that has freelancers, yeah. you don't need a degree whatsoever. Music music industry, so many freelance artists. Writing industry, freelance, no mm-hmm. degree required. 100%. Um, yeah, that's really true. I never yeah. thought about that. No. Well, would you say then, are these universities... Well, it seems like it. They're trying to just you get use your money... They were trying to get your money just to give you a piece of paper. Like, especially for these certain degrees, these film, these music degrees, these, what, arts, arts degrees? They all fall into arts, right? These arts degrees, 
like you're spending all this money, which is, I'm assuming you're paying something similar to YM, which is what, 10,000 plus a year, mm. just to get a piece of paper. When at the end of the day, you can go with make the money and do the same stuff. Yes, obviously you won't be learning the certain stuff I'm imagining by doing a job. Yeah. And it'll be a lot harder to get certain things. But at the end of the day, you're making money when other people are spending it mm. just to get a piece of paper. I, I still think the idea of university is really great. Having really? campuses all around the globe and you can sort of like collaborate with people globally, internationally yeah. through that. Um, mm -hmm. And just like, I'm sure there could be another system that exists besides university, but currently I think it's the largest scale existing like platform for people to collaborate from like Australia to Egypt or Australia yeah, to yeah. US or whatever. Yeah, right. you're 100%. Um, but besides that, obviously there are like systematic issues with like finances um, and like getting into a huge ass debt. Um, like in the US. Oh, mate. Oh, crazy. my God. Uh, my cousin, he, um, on his, for his bar mitzvah, he had a lot of people come and got a lot of money off it. And he's like, well, like, what would you do with the money? College fund. Because in these college funds, mate, they're like $100,000. For a basic, for like, there'd be so, something compared to UTS where me and Jack uh, both currently go to. The same university say like university of arizona you're paying upwards 100k and you're doing the same degree yeah and do you guys know the minimum wage in the u.s yeah was it now like, it's like seven or eight bucks seven maybe? yeah it went up a little it used to be i was there five six seven years ago it was like eight right Lo lower was a lot no maybe it's five i'm five, gonna check five. it I'm was low check. yeah have a look and um why why are you doing that um Another thing, so you've talked to me about like wanting to drop out of university and you've said it's not right for you. Yeah. Do you want to say why it isn't right for you? Um, kind of off that passion thing, I kind of went into it hoping to sort of like discover something I thought I could be passionate about. Yeah. Which was a bit um, like ambitious to, to sign up to a uni degree off of like just that whim. Um, and I discovered this semester, I just wasn't passionate. I, I, I lost my will to do it. Yeah. I'm like a firm believer in if you're passionate about something enough, like you can fit it into a very busy time schedule. Of course. And I had a very busy schedule. Oh, yeah, you very busy. chose to not fit it in. Yeah, um, fair enough. So, yeah, found that out. And I think it's just not for me. Yeah, and then you have the opposite, like, for example, for me. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do going to university. I just picked advertising because it was one of the only things available. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, why not? And now I found... Then going to uni doing a couple subjects, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I love this film stuff. It would yeah. be great to, you know, to get into. And then we did a couple podcasts type things, and I was like, you know what? There you go. There's another idea or something maybe I could think about doing. So there is, it, there's obviously benefits and there's obviously negatives depending on everybody's experience because university is very different to high school, as in you're guiding your own experience. In high school, you're really like manipulated sort of to do certain things, I would say. Not exactly, but there's like, everybody has to do English, everybody has to do religion. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. When, example, Jack didn't have to do advertising and I didn't have to do music at university. You both, we both made our own choices and Zane didn't have to go to a film school. You know, once, once you get to that, but it's really, it's really how much you put into it. It's the best way to put it. Yeah, you know? I, I like to think that like, the things that really affect us heavily in high school, 10 years after we graduate, it, I like to hope it doesn't have long-lasting effects. Like yeah. any like, form of like, micro-indoctrination or whatever. But um, where, I want to ask, like, where do you boys reckon you'll be in 10 years? Like, in regards to like, the film industry. So, you know, I was telling you about I have those 10 questions. Yeah, yeah. One of the questions is what I uh, 
what do you guys see yourself in five years? But I'll, oh, my oh, no, 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 but I'll do it. Huh? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, do you want to go first? No, 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 mate. Of course, I'm happy to answer this. You want to go first or do you want me to go? Where do I see myself in 10 years? Film industry. So we'll just keep it film, film industry. industry. Yeah. Wow. It's a tough question, eh, bruv? A way that helps whenever I think about that question is I have it five years, have it again, and keep going until yep. I reach tomorrow. And then you can sort of start off with, like, where do I want to be tomorrow? It's, yep. a, it's a pretty long thinking process. but I, I know I know exactly what I want to be in the film industry. Yeah. So obviously I'm starting off with advertising, and I want to keep the advertising job, but eventually I'm going to start an advertising business. Mm. And that's going to, obviously, advertising and film, very similar stuff. What is your filming? Most commercial now are video-based, majority of the time. So... I want to create a business where it's a film and advertising company and then the film stuff will pick up a lot more. Like I want to be hopefully producing TV shows, movies. Um, I want to start directing somewhat. Directing is my big passion with the film industry. I really love to direct. I'm a bossy person in general, but then you're bossing people around the set. It's even better in my opinion. You're getting paid to boss Oh, you get paid to pay. And mate, and the money in movies and being a director is unreal. You're in back Tarantino is making what? 20 million dollars per movie how much is it? don't quote me on that I don't know exactly what it is <laughs> oh, no. but you hear about some of these directors and the money and then they're making their own project that's their passion at the end of the day like you've seen great movies like The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises which was um, who directed that again uh, Nolan who's one of the, he directed The Tenant and he's directed Interstellar and he's he's one of the he, I think he's the best director in Hollywood that's my opinion he's good he's and you see someone like him who's just he's started from doing these low movies and now he every big movie Tarantino put um Nolan puts out is massive yeah can I ask really quick do you know in the film industry is there a lot of like selling out oh yeah like like if you're a director who's really passionate even like at the top level Christopher Nolan or it would whoever, be they have to like compromise their artistic vision for, like, 100% it, it, yeah. it usually happens like in these Marvel films like they get indie directors to um make their films just because they're easier to control like they don't really have a say in what they do so that's why a lot of the films are very cookie cutter like it's like a formula I like that term. it is yeah. so Chloe Zhao who just won the Oscar for um, what movie did she write Chloe she, she won did no, Nomad Land no oh. she, she won the Oscar for that yeah. for we, best we didn't like the film no, what was it I, best I, picture and I think she got I think it was best original screenplay or something something or maybe it was a, I don't know she won the screenplay and best picture she just directed Eternals, which was the recent Marvel movie. Oh, cool. Which was the first time they've had anybody nominated for any major award to direct. Yeah. Like the Russo brothers, you know, all they did before, um, so was it Civil War, I think? No, Winter Soldier was their first one, was Community, which was a, com- a comedy Oof. TV show, which is, it was very funny. But they, Yes. Wow. They that was, that, that yeah, was their biggest bad. thing they did before Marvel. And yeah. now they're doing stuff like they did that 21 Bridges movie with uh, Chuck Bozeman. Great yeah, movie, you gotta watch it. Really good. But was like, his last movie? Hmm? was that his last movie? No, no, no. His last one was um, uh, Mo Rainey. Mo yeah. Rainey. Some. Yeah. Yeah, right. But like, they're they're the same. And then you're hearing about um the net. The hearing about like the Hawkeye series about they're these two. I think they're sisters who are directing. I've never even heard of them. But the only big person that I can think of, don't quote me on this, is Chloe Zhao, and the rest are just nobodies. Well, they're obviously not nobodies now, but they started off as nobodies like Favreau one of Favreau's first thing was Iron Man and now he's like one of the Fa- Fa- John Favreau wasn't yeah, it no, one, no, yeah, no, one, yeah Favreau John Favreau one of his first thing was the original Iron Man the guy from Chef 
No, but he was pretty. He was pretty good before yeah, that. Yeah, but like, but he like was, did he do anything big though? I don't think he did anything. I don't quote me. I'm. I'm really curious to check now. Yeah, no, I'm as well. But, but now he's Matthew. He's did Lion King. Uh, yeah. He's done. Um, he's directed a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of unfortunate for like people have to like compromise. And you have to. Stuff. But yeah, what were you saying about like five years from now? You're oh, now five years from now. From I want to um start a. I hope to have a film production company. Yeah. And I hope to work a lot. You know. On a lot of movies, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I think I think it's really doable. The advertising, so I want to get an advertising job, and then I want to eventually get uh, a crap on business, and then I'll do a film advertising yeah. business. Is there something more like explicit you can imagine? Like, like you can have this advertising business, yeah. Like, like a specific film that you want made about this specific thing, or just like not necessarily an end goal or an end achievement, oh. but just like the place you want to be. What What do you want to be producing? Not what you want to have. I would love to. Produ- I would love to produce a big budget film. That'd be yeah. amazing, and to have all. The- I just would like to have have a film and be able to have my own creative vision. Not specifically. I've I've had big ideas, and a thing that me and Zane have talked about. We want to do this film, um, at this zombie type film. When we talked about this, we this did is, talk about that, that. Like, I'd love to be. I would love to do a zombie film, right? And they had done it. Army of the Dead. Have you seen that? Um, half of it. Oh, Great movie. The funny one. Great, yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. but they did it right, and they, there's not many zombie flicks that have been done right. Yeah. That would be cool, but there's nothing specifically. Like, I would like to do, uh, obviously, I'm a, I love Marvel, would love to do, I don't know, a certain Marvel movie would be amazing. Whatever Marvel's looking like in 10 years. Yeah. But, like, there's no, nothing specific, I would say. But no. So, you both have pretty similar goals for the future, for, like, making a big film? I do, uh, yeah, I do want to make movies, for sure. I really do. Yeah. But I don't want it to be like stressful big. Um, it would be nice to make a Marvel film or just be on one somehow. Yeah, it would be but, amazing. Yeah, but um, that's not entirely the end goal. I just want to make yeah, it, like a me. good movie. Yeah. Same as me, it's not the end goal either. I feel like you don't need an end goal anyway. It never really you ends. You don't. Especially in, the, especially in the film industry, it's always something going on. And it's just, it's what's a very freelancey job, especially like a director, you know. Yeah. You might have a, you might have work on three films one year, which is, you know, it's like pretty, it's really good. But then the next year you might not work in any. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, not an end goal, but like an end place, like where you want to be. So you want to be like this, yeah. this top director, but like not yet, you know. I would love to be able to work on projects whenever I want. Yeah. And not, that would be, that's a great, I think that's a great point. Like whenever you want, not having... To be like, okay, I got to do this, this, and this, and work on three to be able to make, you know, the right amount of money. Or love to be able to, you know, feel free, if, to, you know, take six months off. Yeah. I'd obviously be working on something. I'll always be working on something, but like, take six months off from working on a film, mm. to say, and then do something else. Like Ryan Reynolds was um, I saw his interview. Ryan Reynolds has been working insanely. He's about three old movies coming out this year, which he'd worked on a lot after the pandemic. He's got this um, the Red Notice one. He's got this one with Will Ferrell, and he's got another one that I think uh, the Adam Project, I think it's called. And then he's got uh, another, I think, one more. And he's like, you know, I just want to break because I've been working my ass off. But he's still got his other businesses. He's got his gin company. He's got uh, he's now owns this mobile. Um, it's like Telstra sort of, but like it's Canadian. It's called Mint Mobile. It's like a Canadian oh, so tel- telephone provider or something. Yeah. And then he's got he owns a soccer team. And he's got his uh, own production company, which he's started recently. And they have the freedom to like take time off working and then still be working on the stuff. That would be, you know, that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be something great. That'd be great. Yeah. But, um, you know, 
we'll say, mate, it's 10 years from now. Like, what can you think from 10 years from now? Yeah. It's unfortunate. A lot of those industries seem to be, like, not a place where you can sort of express yourself, but you're kind of moulded into what they want. You ha- um, yeah, you can't. Unless you're just... Unless it's something completely original, but how how many movies and how many f- TV shows are original nowadays? Like They're not. It's so, it's from something. Every yeah. film is either a remake, sequel, or comic book uh, book comic book adaptation. Yeah. What's the most? Can you think of any original movies you've seen? Um, that's completely original, not something that's similar. Like you can say it's obviously like something like the Red Notice, completely original. But like there's been movies like Red Notice before. Something that's completely original. Completely, completely Less. original. You can't. Three hundred. But even no, so, based that, off a comic book. there's there's adapted. Everything's adapted off something. There's nothing completely original in film and TV anymore. As in, like in in, in like what year span? So like since like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, like La La Land. Okay, well there you go. There two. Well, no, to be fair though, La La Land is heavily inspired by musicals of the 1950s. Exactly. Inspiration, as in everything, is it has everything. Yeah, but there's like, nothing. You could say Moonlight's like inspired by like so-so cultural factors within like specific cities in the US. I've never seen that. It's going to be like really good, supposedly. Ah, it's okay. Didn't the guy win like Oscar? An Oscar? Mm-hmm. The main actor? Won an nah, Oscar he didn't. Or? He didn't win an Oscar for the oh, film one. Film I think La La Land should have won though. Were they at the same time or something? La La Land um, 2016 they thought they won it was like 20 yeah something like that yeah they thought they won and then just last minute the La La Land producers they go like oh sorry this is a mistake Moonlight won actually that's what happened that's so what um, how do you boys both feel about like the comic book films like the success of them do you think they like actually deserve the success and let's maybe we'll start with like Marvel how is it so good and how is DC so shit there's obviously DC, there's movie, there's some that are good, but how is it done so terrible in like, you know, what they, because obviously they're trying to copy the superhero, superhero, big one yeah, type thing. Team up, I meant. I don't think the, the DC films are that bad though. They're not that bad. I'm not saying they are, but like they just haven't done it right. If you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I think the Suicide Squad is probably, might be the, the new one. Is I think it might be the best superhero movie I've seen at the moment this that year. That was really good. I watched it like three. One times. I've seen the most, like that in Shang Chi, Shang Chi, my two favorite. I haven't seen it. Shang Chi is good, really I recommend it. But like, what do you? How do you feel about like what is? What is DC doing wrong or right? I, j- I just feel like. To be honest, I think it's um, the audience's fault. Thank you, Sam. It's alright, brother. <laughs> I think it's the audience's fault a bit because. They complain about it being too dark, and then when they make try make it funny, then they complain about it being too funny. And I just think the audience needs to make up its mind. Yeah. So like with Batman vs Superman coming out, everyone was like, "This is too depressing." So then they reshot Suicide Squad to make it more funny, and they were like, "This isn't that good." Yeah, it wasn't. It? The first one was good. Yeah, and um, and then Justice League they reshot that. I still haven't seen the Snyder Cut yet. It's really, it's actually pretty good. I've heard it. Heard so it all I just, about it. It's good. It's just, I feel like the audience can't really make up their mind on what they want. And so it's a, it's a little bit of like a toxic fan culture. Yeah. And I think if we all just, you know, chill out and just enjoy the film and not shit on it before it comes mm-hmm. out, then could be, could be pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But you, you love you, 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 you like Marvel, right? Huh? Don't you like Marvel? Yeah, yeah, I do. I really do. So what? Like, um, 
Well, I, I feel like you can pay for success, but you can't really pay for fans. You, you can yeah. in the sense of like you can sort of like help facilitate getting more fans, more merchandise, and whatever. Yeah. Have actual engaged fans, which Marvel does have, yeah. is something that you actually need. I think content for. Yeah. Um, like decent content. I think Marvel's really great. And what was the question again? <laughs> no, I said, why do you think DC yeah. is doing so much worse than Marvel? Oh, to be fair, I haven't seen too many DC films. Okay. But consider... Well, what do you think? You can, okay, you since you've seen Marvel, what do you think Marvel's done? Why is Marvel so good? Like, what, what has it done really well? They like, stick to their lore. Yeah. And there's, they have a huge lore. And there's so many characters. And, like, each one has their own individual, like, feature film and then collective films. And, like, overlapping and whatnot. Yeah. And it just makes, like, the whole, like, cinematic universe, like, society so, like, yeah. intact and, like, beautiful. There's um, not There's not many great... You know, there's, there's there's not many great Marvel films. There's a couple of shit ones. Yeah. Like I I don't think Black Panther, great movie. <laughs> I was about to say shit. No, mate, it's fucking unreal. Jack didn't like it. You didn't like Black Panther? No, no. Yeah. And then I think Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> great movie. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Then that was so funny. you would have got to put Endgame. I I think I you got to put Endgame and Infinity War. They're not great movies. They're good. I think Infinity War is really good. I yeah. don't think Endgame. I don't think it's a good movie as well. But they, they go off of shock factor. I reckon. But everybody had to. You're gonna watch that because it's Endgame. Yeah, it's like we've yeah. been watching these movies for ten years. Yeah. Like something was it was going to be good, but like, you know, there's it wasn't a what how many Shane Chi was good, but there's not many great movies. There's a couple great ones, but there's not like you think your favorite movie of all time, or like the best movie of all time in your opinion. How many Marvel movies are you gonna have in your top ten? That are actual great movies. I probably wouldn't have a Marvel movie in my top ten. They're not. They, they, I love Marvel and like I'm, I'm. I love it. I know everything about. It, but they're not great movies. I reckon. I reckon some people would be afraid to say a Marvel movie. They would be in their top ten. Like, like there's a stigma against having like one of those like high budget, um, focus on action type films. Yeah, well, I think I I I I, I, I would put Black Panther probably. And that would probably be the only. I really like Black Panther. Mm. That's coming from a white person who. Gets a body. Hey, that's a what a full African American African and African American cast, and you know I, I don't I, but I just thought it was shot so well and it just yeah. it was a good it was a good story. Appreciate the movie. Regardless it was it was yeah. a great movie it, and it, it's something that had to be told you know. Yeah. And it, it was put together together and that's similar with Shang Chi. That's people like Shang Chi a lot because it was there's how many movies of full of eight of what I think it's like a ninety percent Asian cast. You yeah. Crazy Rich Asians, as well, which was similar but with the big Asian cast, but like. But they just were shot. The story was just done so well. And then you think of like, I don't know, Thor Dark World, which I'd rather kill myself than watch that again. Right. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't good. Yeah. But do you reckon, because considering that Justice League had a remake, but like they just had the uncut version, mm-hmm. do you think that says something about like the issues that um, DC was facing with having like too much of a cookie cutter vibe? Yes. Um, and they're like, they actually had to release the full film afterwards. And that was actually good. DC doesn't trust their directors with the creative freedom. I'm not saying Marvel has a lot of creative freedom, but they have somewhat. DC doesn't trust... They fi- how many, this is twice it happened. They fired the Suicide Squad director. David... Who ended up... I don't know who ended up... David Ayer started directing it. I don't know who finished off. Yeah, it was him. He finished it. He finished it, but he didn't... I think the uh, Warner told him not and cut out things. And there's supposedly an, uh, his own cut. With that's meant to be a lot better, and the Joker's meant to have more of a story, supposedly. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, uh, and then you have Zack Snyder who just got well, they just put Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon, 
also directed Avengers, which is probably the worst Marvel. It's probably the worst Avengers out of the original what? Avengers. What? I think it is. Also. No. He, I, I didn't. I, I don't think it, Infinity War and Endgame and Ultron. I think are better. Man's Get out. I think they are. Get out. I think they are. Did what? We didn't just. I know we didn't did Ultron as well. Yeah, he did. No, but Ultron was. They both went. They Infinity War and Game were a lot better. In the, my opinion, the first Avengers was so. It was good. good. No, it was good, but it just I. I first Avengers. I don't think Wayne is a great director. In my opinion. He he's okay. He's not a very nice person though. I've heard. I've heard he's just I've not heard. a good dude, which that's really unfortunate. I've heard about that. That's so it is. Well, there's. How do you feel about like certain directors, like, and this is just. a something happens in general in Hollywood people digging up old tweets and finding stuff they said about I don't know maybe being racist and why we were talking shit about a gay person or transgender for example big example is uh, James Gunn who directed Guns of Galaxy and also directed the new Suicide Squad which yeah. is I think the best DC movie of that old Joker yeah how do you feel about that like is it is I got opinion on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's very fair. Like, I think it's um, pretty sad of the person to spend their time trying to dig that stuff up. Yeah. And then ruin someone else's career because, um, you know, I believe in free speech and, like, some opinions might be pretty unpleasant. Like, some jokes might not be very funny, but unless it, like, physically hurts someone, I don't necessarily think... Zane, um... So how do you feel about like what's going on with like the film industry with like how people ding up old tweets and stuff about like you know certain comments for example like James Gunn he um he tweeted something about I think it was gays or something like 10 11 12 years ago I don't even know what exactly it was and then he gets up fired from Guardians of the Galaxy where now he's thank god he's you know got the job back but like yeah. how do you like feel about that like people getting cancelled over old tweets for example I don't know I don't think um it's enough to really ruin someone's career. I don't think that's very fair, to be honest. Because, um, you know, we all say stuff and then look back and be like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And yeah. then we become better people and grow and learn from that. And I think that's really important. And if we just have an environment where everyone's too afraid to say something where they don't realize that it's wrong, they're not realizing that it's wrong when they're too afraid to say it they're just yep. too afraid to say it so they're not actually learning and mm-hmm. maybe some lessons shouldn't be learnt but I feel as people we should accept each other's flaws and just accept growth because you know like I'm not who I was two weeks ago or like two years ago mm-hmm. and maybe whatever shit thing that I did then I shouldn't like beat myself up for it now yeah, no, you're right, 100%. So I don't think that James Gunn really deserved to lose the job in the first place. But it's really good that he's got it back. Yeah, great. And Jack, yourself? Yeah, I absolutely agree with, like, personal growth. Um, if if something if someone hasn't done, like, something too, like, drastic to someone, like, committed a hate crime or something, but they, they've made a, a tweet which they, like, dearly regret, but they, they've, they've, like, developed past that... Um, then I think that's fine, but um, I do think digging up tweets is sometimes actually a good thing um, because quite o- oftentimes you, someone can make a joke and they mean nothing bad by it, but it's hard to differentiate between someone who's making a joke who means nothing bad by it and someone who's legitimately racist and does like 
terrible things um, who was making the same joke. And someone could have made a, a tweet 10 years ago and since then has made no tweets with problematic speeches or pro problematic words or any sort of hate association in the tweet. And perhaps they could have stopped making those tweets because they know it'll affect their career. And we can't say for certain that in the modern day... <coughs> okay, I'm good. <laughs> we, we can't say for certain in the modern day that they aren't actually racist or they're not actually misogynist or, or they're not homophobic um, because they could have just stopped making the tweets. But at the time yeah. they said that, they, could have act they might have actually been misogynist or or homophobic or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think there is some um, benefit or like some value behind digging up those tweets. Yep. Um, there, there is a reason for it and I, I think it, it can be essential sometimes. Y you do have a point there. Yeah, you do. But what... Why should we be so involved in other people's lives that we're concerned if someone thinks a certain way that's wrong? If, if they're racist and they're a director and they're in charge of a crew of like hundreds of people... But to what extent does a tweet... This is just cancer culture in general. Like, it's people getting, in my opinion, cancer culture. There's aspects which it's great. There's aspects it's not great. When I mean great, yes, there's certain things that people should be canceled for. Yeah. But cancel culture is something that's always way too early. Someone shouldn't cancel over one comment because it's not... It's They might just say it. In, it depends in context. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, how does a tweet... Yeah, a tweet should not... James Gunn was cancelled at the end of the day. He was, was cancelled. Was he actually cancelled? He was cancelled for... Is he directing now again? No, he's sweet now. He was cancelled for about, let's say, two to six months. Or like the usual period, you know, when someone gets right. cancelled. Cancel culture's problem is it doesn't... Someone shouldn't get cancelled from something that was said ten years ago. Yeah. And it should not change someone's opinion, opinion on someone. Something that they said ten years ago when... They probably just, for the first time, oh, let me write something. Yes, you should not put that stuff on social media. You've got to be very careful with what you say for these reasons. But that doesn't give you the right for, like, people to counsel you, if you know what I mean. But so. at the same time, I don't know if I'm playing devil's advocate here now, but it's almost like a bully. Like, let's say, like, you had a school bully. It is. And no, they no, I, I get what you mean. became incredibly rich. And then you remember the time that they bullied you and made you cry and stuff. Yeah. I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. But, like, just imagine that. And, like, like a school bully, and then you see them, and they're doing, like, really well, and they have, like, all good stuff. And then you remember, like, they beat the shit out of you or something or said something really rude to you or did something horrible. And, like, that's not enough to, like, take away their career, but it's, like, I guess someone posting a tweet is, like, the equivalent of a school bully that yep. you see get big and famous and yep. you sort of think they don't deserve that, they're horrible people. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I do think that it is a bit low. It is a bit low to ruin someone's career over that unless they physically, like, hurt someone in a like a very damaging way yeah i do think it's a bit low and i think we should sort of just accept and move on in life and be like okay they are where they are just have faith in karma and the universe and be like yeah it's probably going to come back to them at some point but just like just move on because yeah how how can we like i guess we can learn from other people we can we can learn from other people's mistakes and be like i would not do that but if we're so focused on other people and what they're doing, 
we're not going to be entirely able to learn about ourselves and, and grow ourselves. We're, we're only going to learn from other people's mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, and I like agree with that principle. Um, but we also don't know for certain that that tweet isn't the only thing that they've said yeah. in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do think like, um, like some, not necessarily like cancelling a person, but some form of like micro investigation into like whether they are in the modern day actually like represent the things they said 10 years ago. The thing is that doesn't happen though. The yeah, thing is you I hear about this, this happens with everybody. Uh, YouTube example, obviously you had on, um, they think, oh, what's something racing, uh, David Dobrik. Yes, yeah. what he did was wrong, but they never ha found there was never enough evidence to prove what happened. Yes, what he did and what the story I'm talking, what I mean, his friend uh, when raped a chick or had non-consensual sex. I don't know if it was rape exactly what they did, but it was non something non-consensual. And then David Dobrik, who filmed before and after, and he, did, he probably had no realistic. It seemed like he had no idea what was going on. He shouldn't get cancelled over that. Obviously, which we did, it was... It was mentioned in the video. It was... Sure. Oh, it was mentioned, and, okay. And then he, he posted online, so... Well, there you go. He probably didn't know exactly what happened, but at the end of the day, he should not get counseled. It was pretty explicit. It, well, it, it, well, I don't know. Yeah. But there's certainly, that's just a point, maybe, okay, maybe that, you should have got counseled, okay? Yeah. But there's other things, when I said the James Gunn treatment, Dave Chappelle, for example, when he's joking about, you shouldn't get, you should, joking at the end of comedy, at the end of the day, is something you should be able to joke about, whatever you want, because it's... It's funny. It's you know. It's don't, but people take it too serious. Yeah, yeah. And he, and Dave Chappelle, yes, what he said was, I get it. It's not right. But at the end, of the, uh, we we talked about this all last episode on the podcast. But it doesn't. He should not be cancelled and not have to apologise for this, this, and this when it's comedy. Because I'm telling you, these transgender people. There's probably transgender comedians that joke about black people all the time. There probably is. I haven't seen it, but there is. So what gives it the right for someone to joke about? a certain thing when someone a certain thing and then when they get the same joke back to them as I said I don't know but like yeah. but you should not be counted over a joke I wouldn't necessarily say that justifies it more so like accountability it should be held amongst like all people um, although I think there is like a fine line between jokes and actual like hate speech yeah um, but was you, what, you can make a joke which could be like derived off of hate speech yeah um, but it's you just need to find that line. Well, what considers um, what considers something hate speech is a tweet. A hate speech is something that could spread yeah. hate and something that could like empower people who have those ideals yeah. to like spread the same. Yeah, idea. I haven't seen James Con tweet, but I think it's something about. I think it was something with the gays, but I assume it was not a hate speech. It wasn't intended to be that way. But the thing is, is that's what happens. Someone posts a picture about something and it leaves a caption that's wrong what considers what is considered hate speech because some people it's too general and people getting counselled over just making a joke okay but if we think about it isn't cancel culture in itself a hate speech yes it is because we're all ganging up on someone who might have said something hateful but we're ganging up on them with hate yeah so it's like we're looking at cancel culture and being like, we're stopping, we're doing this to stop hate speech, but we're actually not. We're spreading it. It's kind of becoming a hate speech in itself. And I think that's pretty hypocritical, to be honest. Well, more specifically, hate speech is usually targeted at like a specific identity, something that like someone is with that regardless of like their control, yeah. um, who they are. 
And then cancel culture or someone who's cancelled usually just comes from like an action that someone did, which was, yeah. was very incorrect. Which is usually to do with the, obviously, a hate speech. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, someone thinks it's hate speech. But, but when we target someone in cancel culture, we're sort of defining them by what they said. And I don't actually ever think it's fair to an extent to be defined by your mistakes. Exactly. I don't think that's fair at all because... It's what happens though. It's, it's just not like... I don't know. That was a movie I was watching once. It was like some foreign film. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene where this teacher did an experiment with his class where he um, def- defined the characteristics of three politicians. And like both of them, he mentioned like were alcoholics and abusive and like always cheated on their wives and and like just not good, like smoke cigarettes all the time. And then the third person he mentioned was someone who loves animals and and um, just like mentioned good characteristics. And it turns out one, the first two people mentioned with the bad characteristics was. Um, Roosevelt and Winston Churchill and yep. then th- and the third person was Hitler and everyone was blown away that it was Hitler because they were like by the way that the teacher described him he sounded like a really incredible person until you found out who he really was so I don't necessarily think it's fair to define ourselves by our mistakes or define people by their mistakes because you could have people that do not great things, but in this situation, two of those people led a country. Yeah. Yeah, good people can make mistakes. Well, you can realistically, you can, you can change anybody's character and by talking about certain people, you can come across their negatives and then that's which would... It's obviously this film that got, got created, you know. Talk about a person's negatives, yeah, you can make a good person sound negative, but then you can do the opposite and make yeah. a bad person. Hitler's one of the worst, especially us being uh, Jews. He, Hitler's like, you fucking hate him for certain, for obvious reasons. And um, he's not a fucking good person, but you can still talk about a certain person's character and make them sound good. But yeah. you're right, someone should not be cancelled for saying comments. But you got to think back to why cancel culture exists. Um, yeah. which is to s- essentially stop people with hate ideals from spreading those ideals. Yeah. Um, so I suppose there are like some lines lost in translation with, with cancelling people who are meant to be cancelled. But also, I'm trying to recall, I can't think of anyone who has properly been cancelled. Nobody ever gets cancelled. Like, like, like who? No, like someone can get cancelled for like a few weeks, a couple months. months. Perhaps they stop posting on social media like David Dobrik did for several months. Yeah. People stop liking their videos, dislikes and whatever. But Nobody's like, ever completely like, cancelled. Yeah, no one leaves social media or the platform. I've seen. Have you think, can Donald you think? Trump, I suppose. He got no. banned from Facebook. But he's still not, I, I wouldn't say he's cancelled. He he's platform, not cancelled. So. Okay, but what, what, what are we defining cancelled as? Because I just thought it was people who like lose careers and stuff it can be it depends it's 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 every it's really council culture is just being counseled it can be counseled from the internet be counseled from your career can be counseled from a lot you know there's no one that it's too general yeah that's the thing and it that's obviously needs to be worked on not even worked on but like you need if we're talking about this council you should if someone does something that bad they should be cancelled from everything the, the greatest example of cancel culture I can think of in the modern day, which I think is a really great thing, is, is um, 
not celebrities, but there are like just average civilians who just make a very like like say a, a very racist or homophobic comment, yeah. and then they lose their job. Um, there was Which one person enough. in Melbourne at the beginning of the lockdown. There was like a Haredi party for a wedding. Whilst there was lockdown, there was about like fifty people at a party. Whilst there were restrictions. Oh, that pissed um, me off. And yeah, it was a terrible thing. But someone made a comment that was like very, very anti-Semitic, um, based off of like this one event. Yeah. And they lost their job. Well, um, no, because they're like good. in the city council or something. Yep. Um, and that, I'd say that's being cancelled, and I think that's a good thing. That's yeah, that is, that is a good There's thing. There's fair point. There's points when yes, paper should be cancelled. There's obviously points when not, and that's obviously a good example. Mm. But are we, are we are we just saying that because like we're Jewish? No, but like no, it's no, saying it a bit genuine hate. Yeah, if it's genuine. Anyways, let's let's move on. Um, let's see. Um, why don't we? Do you want to talk about being a Jew growing up in Australia? Like, obviously, we can, we're going to have different perspectives, but yeah. like, obviously, my perspective of um, going to Catholic school, not really being in the Jewish community as to the extent you guys were. You can talk about being an Asian Jew, and you yeah, know, we have very different. Experiences. We all have very different. So, you, yeah. um, obviously, mine. I went to uh, Waverley College, which is one of the biggest uh, Catholic schools in Sydney, and. Oh, I, I, was, I was scared because you would always hear about Jewish jokes and stuff in school and, you know, I didn't want people to know what I was in the early years. Eventually, I just didn't care anymore and I just told people. And people, people accepted it, but, mm-hmm. like... But, and you, but you would still a lot of, hear a lot of jokes and stuff and people being anti-Semitic all the time. And it continued, but, like, I just... I just took it on the chin, you know, I just didn't care anymore. But, like, you'd hear it, but... It, it, it's, it's not, like, the worst thing in the world, but, like... You still hear you hear stereotypes, especially being in Catholic school and people joking about bacon and stuff like that, which I eat bacon anyways. But I get the point of what like what they're trying to say. Yeah. What about you, good boys? Tell me um, the experience. Well, I think we we're very fortunate to be able to go to a Jewish school to like help facilitate our own identities within Judaism. Yeah. Um, personally, like, I, I it's great to have a place where you can have your own like culture and identity which is quite a, mi- quite a minority within Sydney already yeah. um, where it's majority or pretty much everyone is Jewish um, although if you go to a school like that with another identity which is quite minor it can make like a minority within a minority sort of so being half Japanese there whilst there were probably like three other Asian people in the entire school were um, they Jewish as well? yeah yeah it made it like feel quite isolating you know yeah i suppose we also being at the forefront of a lot of like microaggressive asian jokes um so was, well, there was racism and um i wouldn't say like it, it, was, it wasn't like intense it was just like i, I wouldn't say racism but it was just like just jokes like very obvious that you were not like not i don't want to say not the same but like obvious that you had this identity and it was so instilled on you by yeah. other people so like yeah. similar to me similar to yeah. me to what i experienced yeah I, yeah, I never participated in these jokes. You're a good man. <laughs> good on you, brother. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, but you would... Honestly, you'd, you'd hear them a lot, but like... Oh, it yeah, didn't bother yeah. me because I just... It's just a fucking joke at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. But like, obviously, some people would be affected by it and would be considered bullying. It's not... It's really... Bullying is nowadays is just how you come back to it and how you feel about what is being said and obviously the situation when it's different but like joke wise that's what I mean do, do you reckon it made your identity stronger not at all 
I would say it's the same. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just I just took it on the. It was just something you'd hear at the end yeah. of the day, because like I. All my friends were Catholic. I didn't have any Jewish friends until maybe when I was growing up. I did, but I don't remember. I didn't have any Jewish friends until recently when I met you boys, and it's um. You'll just hear it. It was just like you know, like it wasn't like hello, but like but it was. You'd hear it every once in a while. It was just like another thing, and you'd hear more jokes when we'd play like Jewish schools and stuff. Yeah. And but then at the end of the day, once it's all through maturity. At the end of the day, like once you get to your eleven and twelve, and people mature, and then I would have told people when I was in year ten then people just didn't, didn't bother me, you know? And, and if I did get bothered, it wasn't anything that serious. Mm. It wasn't like there was Hitler jokes or anything, which Hitler jokes I don't like and stuff that, and Nazi jokes, but like the usual Jewish joke about how I'm rich or something, which is, yeah, it could be annoying every once in a while, but it, it didn't take it to heart. Yeah. So. Yeah. Zane, what was your experience? Like? Yeah, what was it like? Um, oh, the boys went to Emmanuel, by the way. So shout out, shout out to all the Emmanuel boys. Yeah. Any of the Manny boys watching, shout out. <laughs> Some of our mates, we, we know who you guys are. Who we're definitely going to watch it. Yeah, you're going to have to tell your experience of Manuel when you're on. Um, yeah, my experience of Emmanuel. Uh, to be honest, I didn't care yeah. at all. Yeah. Just, I didn't care about the, the school. Like, yeah, it was all right. There was like, just like one or two good teachers but other than that, like, I didn't care about the whole Jewish part of it. I just, I just didn't. I just noticed a lot of stuff pretty young that just didn't seem very fair. Like, one rabbi was, like, retelling some Jewish story involving Greeks. And the way he described the Greeks, he was like, he was like, oh, those, those horrible Greeks. And I just, like, thought to myself, I was, like, 12, and I just thought, well, that's not very right to mm -hmm. talk like that at all. That's, yeah. That's actually very manipulative. Um, but I just sort of figured that out. And I just like switched off, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I never, I don't know. The, the Jewish community, like, yeah, it's, it's chill. Like, it is what it is, but. Not many of us. I, I, to be honest, like, I don't really find that they're too nice, to be honest. It's, it's like very cult-like, to be honest, in my opinion. So like, I, like I just like told someone a while ago that um, at the time my girlfriend isn't Jewish, and he he told me that I'm um, continuing the Holocaust. Oh, people people take offense to like dating non-Jews. Yeah, but it's just so stupid because oh. it's like why why are you comparing me to like. The, 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 yeah, why are you comparing me to like Hitler? Like the people that did horrible stuff to. What are you joining a non Jew? It shouldn't <laughs> bother anybody yet, what? Yeah, and it's just, it's just stupid. Like, after that, I just like switched off from it and I thought, yeah, nah. Um, it's too much of a bubble, to be honest. It is. I'm not a fan of it. It's actually really exhausting. I remember just like, uh, I was doing coffee catering, still do it sometimes, and just. I guess I would find sometimes it would be very nauseating, like being in, in like the same room with like so many. Not because there's anything wrong with Jews, not, <laughs> not at all. Like, no, nothing, nothing wrong with anyone. Maybe it's just the people. I'm sure yeah, elsewhere probably. Jews are like. I'm sure like there's Jews that I uh, do vibe with, but it's not because they're Jews. It's because yeah, we're not friends because we're Jewish. We're just yeah, it's, it's just the, it's just the people. But 
I guess I found a lot of the people in, in the school that Jack and I went to, they were just like really fake. Uh, mm. And I don't know. But that might also just be a general human thing. Yeah, Every school have fake people. Yeah, well, same as mine. But like, um, at the end of the day, the thing about the problem with school is you're forced into school and you're there. You, what time did you both join Emmanuel? Year seven or year? I was year, year seven. Year seven? Cornmill preschool. Preschool. So you've been there since you've, tw- uh, so you've done kindergarten to year, year 12. 13 years. 13, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> but you're stuck with those same 200, 100 people for your whole schooling experience. And you're, you're put into a bubble of like, oh, you got to be friends with him, 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 and him. The only kids I'm friends with that I went to Waverly with, five maybe. Hmm. Not a, five or six, maybe at most. I have more friends that didn't go to Waverly than did at the moment. And that's, that's the reason, because most of these kids were fuckwits, you know? Some of them are good, and like I, 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 everybody who's watching this podcast, I fuck with all of you, even the ones that I'm not hanging out with. Um, but the, there's other kids who obviously you know you didn't like, and because they fall through in a bubble. And there's nothing wrong with this, some of the certain people, but like there's, I'm just didn't get on with them, which is you, you don't have to get on with everyone, you know? be friends with everybody. But you know, mm. and then I assume those kids, and but like we're back to the Jewish. I assume nobody didn't want to be friends with because I was Jewish. Well, maybe they did, but not that I know of. And um, anyways, let's um, move on. So you just moved, recently moved out, Jack. Yeah. Oh, your house. How is it? How is it living by yourself? Quite, Were you living with roommates, but not yeah. living with your parents and uh, siblings? So it's quite it's quite nice actually living with two mates. Um, we already have experience living together somewhat. Yeah. So like, there's very little friction, if not like, if like zero friction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is very nice. Yeah, that's good. Um. It's very liberating. You have complete autonomy over like what you eat, ev- like what you have in your room, essentially like every detail of your life, mm-hmm. um, which also is a bit intimidating. Yeah. But um, like, it's something everyone has to do at some point anyway. Yeah. Um, I suppose like some people sooner than others either based on like things that they can't control or things that they can. Yeah. Fortunately enough, I had the ability to control when I got to move out, which was was three weeks ago, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So. It's it's been great. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, like, obviously, you have more commitments now. Of and course. Everyone within the house, like, absolute best friends, prides moving in, and now we're all just kind of like extremely busy and have no time to really like chill with each other. Really. Besides, like, I don't know, maybe we'll make food together and have lunch or dinner together. Yeah. Um, but besides that, we don't really have much like hang time. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, you're spending twenty four hours a day together, so there is like time here and there. Yeah. But it's it's like quite yeah, not 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 much time. But um. Yeah. I know the 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 idea that you can have your own place and you can choose everything that goes on there. Um, what is there? What you do there? Um, the people you have there is like a very liberating feeling. And um, do you? So you yeah you enjoy it? You've enjoyed yeah, it so far. Yeah, enjoyed it quite a lot. That's good. Yeah. Have you thought about moving out yet, Zane, or have an idea? What do you want to move out? Yeah, yeah, I, I do um, plan on moving out with someone special. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? Zane and the missus. Oh, well. Zane, Zane and the missus, yes. No, yeah, um, would love to move out with with my partner. That that, that would can, be... You can say a name if you want. Say it, up to you. Oh, no, I was a girlfriend. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with her name, I just yeah, didn't no. think about. No, but I'd love to move out with... with um, with my girlfriend, that would be 
That would be pretty great. I remember Jack asked me to move out with him once and... Did I? You Did don't you? remember? No. Tell, don't us remember? Tell us the story. Tell us the story. No, well, well, he asked me to move out. Well, you, you offered me mm. if I wanted to move out with you. And I, I would have been down to do it for like a week. Just weren't ready. Just weren't ready. No, it's not that. It's just because uh, Jack, Jack is one of my best friends. And um, I didn't want that friendship ruined with me getting pissed off that he didn't wash some dishes or, I don't know, stinks yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Thank you. I, or Jack always just, stinks anyways. Yeah. Just <laughs> joking. I don't know, like trash, <laughs> trashes the living room or just like doesn't wipe in the toilet or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Make you sound like a terrible person. What's wrong with you? I don't want my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just want to like keep it as like one of my best friends, not like someone I'm living with. That yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I move out, I might be like, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, you might hate him. He, yeah, yeah. he sucked at yeah. cleaning and keeping his room tidy and and just keep like paying the rent on time. And is it tough? Like, <laughs> is it, is it, is it, how is it knowing that you have like, is this, is your, is this your first thing that you've had to like, big payment that you have to pay like weekly? you can think of have you had anything yeah because obviously you've gym feeds and stuff like that but it's not as much yeah yeah Um, but like is it is it like shit i've got to fucking go to work i've got to is it like straining on the brain that you know you've got to nah nah like you just bounce stuff out you gotta do it like it's 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 pretty chill back uh back into um i was trying to say how do you so we talked about obviously living on your own and you know just have to know about the commitments of money and uh paying rent and stuff and you being okay for that like at the moment you're not struggling you'd say or uh, it's not just worrying yeah not... so I, I had two jobs when i moved in and i quit one of them to focus on the other <laughs> go on we just had yeah. a moment. Um, that's, lovely. that's lovely um and now that there's just one job finances are a tiny bit more tight yeah um which is like a fine thing like yeah my own decision okay. um but mentally you're okay oh absolutely that's it's, good. it's been it's been very nice to like that's good. be there that's good yeah and um moving on from uh that let's talk about relate so you boys both have girlfriends what is it like to have a girlfriend at the moment or is it like are you, are you having a good time with your girlfriend 2021 yeah so what's it like being receptive maybe okay how see um being different race to your girlfriend, for example. What's it like for that? <laughs> I don't know. Is it difficult having a girlfriend in 2021, just in general? With, with different races? Or? Well, just in general. Just you, give me your opinion. I want Jack to go first for that. I'm uh, really I'm, interested. Uh, um, yeah, it's good fun. Um, <laughs> you, you, you do stuff that girlfriends... That, that people who are dating do. It's um, too much information. You, you go on walks, you hold hands, touch pinkies. That's sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. Um, <laughs> and it's it's nice to have like your boo, you know? Is that, is that what you call it? Is yeah. that you call touching it? pinkies? My boo. Your boo. Touch pinkies. You touch pinkies and call it your boo. Yeah. That's yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. Zay, what about you? I don't actually know how to describe that. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's really good fun. It's um, yeah, 
exactly what Jack said. Just, just, you know what? No, it is actually nice some, to have someone to like share stuff with. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really nice. I think uh, happiness is only real when shared. So it's like nice to share achievements with someone. Yeah. You know, you don't really think about it in the moment when you're on your own, but, but like when you have someone to like tell, Hey, I got a new job, this or that. Yeah. And like they celebrate with you and that's good. It's, it's, it's just, it's, re- it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, it's more special than touching pinkies. Yeah. Jack. Agree to disagree. <laughs> touching pinkies. <laughs> that's been the, that's been the clip of like the first clip I put up. Touching pinkies. Touching pink, that's touching the first pinkies. clip that goes up on Instagram. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway. What about you? I'm single as fuck, so you're asking the wrong guy. Do you, do you want to be single? Are you looking for someone? Mm, I'm always looking, but like, I obviously wouldn't, I don't care. I'm just living life. How, how, yeah, does, yeah. how does that make you feel? It feels okay. It's not like, if I, had, if say I had problems with friends or something, or I didn't have good friends, maybe that would be a different perspective, but because I do, you know, it doesn't bother me. How's your relationship with your beagle? It's great, but that's my dog. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it, it, no, I love my dog. Why did you say but? Yeah, because you made your ask. We're talking about relationships with girlfriends, and you bring up a dog. Yeah, yeah, but well, relationships. There's, there's always options. Yeah, yeah, and also relationships doesn't necessarily mean, um, like sexual. It, it could be very platonic. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. No, but yeah, I do love my dog. You little dog. You little dog. No, but yeah, I'm always looking for women. So for any women, you know, uh, want to date a six foot one Jewish man who can make the podcast, let me know. Um, six foot one is the size of his dick. It is. Mm. Yes, it is. Six <laughs> feet and one. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> a movie. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Okay, so anything else you guys want to talk about, or I can get on to this thing we call the ten. Anything, uh, you, anything you boys want to ask me? Um, no. Anything? 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 Any undying? Any questions anything? you want to know? What do you want to ask us? I don't know. I'm pretty happy with everything. Any else you want to talk about? Mm. Um, no. Um, no questions. No question. Why'd you start this podcast? Dude, I was going to ask that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So but I've always wanted to start a podcast. And, you know, this is something I was looking... It was something and it just happened to be the right time. Like, uh, during COVID, I was, you know, thinking about it a lot. And I thought, why not start? And I don't know, the main reason was to get some of my friends and to talk about, you know, talk about life and, you know, learn more about my friends and learn about their perspectives on stuff that we haven't talked about. Mm. So obviously, like, I, we've been able to do that so far on the show. Yeah. And I've done that last episode with uh, Jason and Isaac. But it's just, it's good to talk about people's perspectives. And I, I like, I, I always love having a chat. And it's good for other people to talk and not me just talk over them every second. So I thought this would be, you know, a good idea. And I don't know, I, I don't know, just, I've enjoyed it. That's like, awesome. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Obviously, like, I want to get back into the film and stuff. But this is, like, my main focus Apart from union work at the moment. Mm. And basketball. Basketball is always there. It's yeah. fucking king. Nice. And um, what, are you, what are you guys? Would you ever start a podcast? Um, Absolutely. I'd be in one again. 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have you definitely have both you on. Oh, really? Yeah, 100%. A reunion episode. Oh, yeah, there will be. There's a Jason. Please. Oh, yeah, 100% will happen. Oh, lovely. That's so <laughs> good. Um, and what are, I'm trying to think what else. I had another question. Um, no, well, what do you think? How, how, how is it, again, how, how has it been from going from before COVID? What was your, was your life? What was your life before COVID? Holy and then what was shit. It, uh, what, and what was it after? Like, have you had a better time after? Or did you say a better time before? Has, how much has your life changed as well? So for, for um, me, for example, obviously I, before COVID, was at a high school, struggled with friends, and then in between and after COVID, I'm like, I've turned into a better person, I think. And I feel like I'm with, hang out, and I'm spend my time with better people. You know, and I'm just I'm, I'm living a better life because I didn't have a great high school experience, mm. and I graduated just before COVID happened. Uh, it was COVID like started 2020 and graduated end of 2019? So that's my opinion on it. But you boys, um, any thoughts? Yeah, uh, life changed a lot. Started COVID in one relationship, and and changed that changed during COVID. And then you're dating your lovely girlfriend now? Yes, yes. Which, which honestly, like, I look at everything and, and, like, obviously it's not great that COVID happened, like, a lot of people have been affected by it, but, um, yeah. Would you say you had any, like, negatives? Just, like, to be the COVID, like, I, when I think about it, yeah, obviously we were quarantined for that time, but that time, you know, gave me thoughts and ideas which this was my big thought of COVID. And now look at, we're filming a podcast. Who thought of this, what, six months ago when you met me, that Sam was going to do a podcast? Yeah. Probably didn't think that. Yeah. So there's obviously positives and negatives. Do you have any positive or negatives when we were in quarantine? You can never, you never know what to expect. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just grateful for, for everything that happened, like before COVID and like through COVID to like lead me to where I am now. That's good. I'm super grateful for it. Well, it's good because it's, it's, I think quarantine was one of the biggest learning and growing spirit, growing and learning periods of I don't know most people's life because it's how how often do you just stop? When the last time you stop, there's not including quarantine. I can't think of a time I'm just stopped apart from being sick and stuff, but just stopped and had there's nothing wrong with you and you just were forced to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's growth. That's why. Quarantine, obviously, I hated it because I wasn't able to live my normal life and do stuff like this. But at the end of the day, I learned and I grew, if you know what I mean. Do you, how do you think you would have grown differently if it wasn't for quarantine? I think I wouldn't have had the time to do stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been in my brain. I would have thought of ideas, but I wouldn't have the time to, you know, write down those ideas and, you know, come across the rule. I'm a planner. Yeah. I like, I like being, and I feel like I'm a spontaneous person as well. That was pronounced that terribly. What did you say? Spont, spont, I can't pronounce Spontuinous. Spontuinous. Everybody say it like that from now on. Spont, I can't, how do you say it? Spontuinous. Anyways. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Um, I feel like I am. And, but I had, a, I had time to plan and think of ideas. And then ideas turn into stuff like this. Mm. And this was my big thing. I was doing, I was so focused on this. I've been focused for this for about two, three months now, but that whole last month of lockdown, this was all I was thinking and planning for, you know? So, yeah. How long did it take you to plan this? Like, what went into the planning? Oh, everything. Equipment, 
um, logos, title, logos, title podcast, um, how I was going to do it, what it was going to be about, um, co-hosts, which I had problems with my co-hosts, but that's all sorted now. Um, let me see um, how I was going to, where I was going to film it, um, where I was going to upload it. There's a lot of, there was a lot of factors and everything went pretty to plan, as I said, the co-hosts, but like that, it changed, but it's, it's gone, yeah, pretty well to plan. I've enjoyed it. I've joined the process and the best part is this. Nice. Having friends and talking about your life. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And what about you, Jack? Anything that you've grown or changed or... From lockdown? Positive, is there any positives or negatives from lockdown? You yeah, yeah, I found like two two big things. Um, yeah. One, it made me more grateful um, to like... Because I... Throughout lockdown, I think something everyone got to see a little bit of was um, how many people were affected. Like people who died, people who got really sick, yeah. um, lost their jobs. Like a lot of Sad. people like had to go through some terrible things. Um, and like some people were fortunate enough to, to not have to experience that. Yeah. Um, and, and that was something I was very grateful for, as well as like being grateful for the things I didn't have during yeah. lockdown. So like not uh, being able to see my friends. Yeah. Um, just so that just general gratefulness. Another thing, um, I found myself becoming a lot more nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that is a thing of having like just come from my gap year as lockdown ended. Yep. Um, or a lockdown thing in itself of not having access to all these things that you did before. Yeah. Um, I think it could be both of those working in tandem, um, but I'm not too sure. And so I think about quite often is just like, did you guys find yourselves becoming more nostalgic for our lockdown? Yeah, I uh, whipped out my PS2. I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I yeah, I watched a lot of old stuff, a lot of old movies, and I caught up on stuff I've missed out on. And yeah, yeah, I would say somewhat. But like, there's catching up on old things, but like feeling that like internal sense of like of like connecting with your roots from your childhood Maybe. or things that you were very familiar with like that you aren't with anymore started start playing video games more yeah, yeah. I'd say I guess so yeah I played I don't really have the time to play video games anymore but yeah I definitely did that a lot so I guess yeah you I think inspired by lockdown or just a general thing the I'd PS5 say lockdown came, the PS5 came out I did I eh? yeah so true <laughs> I don't know probably a bit of both I guess I don't know I in the lockdown uh, you you know I assume this was the same for a lot of people that you, were, you had a lot of time when you're like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck should I do? Yeah. Obviously, I had, I, I had plans and I did certain things and I worked on things, but at the end of the day, there was, I wasn't working this podcast 24-7 mm. before lockdown. And there was months before, the months before, I wasn't even, don't, I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. Honestly, I <laughs> can't even think what I was doing for that time. Uni, I guess, but like even, we, we still had a month, over two months, we had two months off before uni the start yeah. of lockdown I don't even know what the hell I was doing so there was yeah. just days when you, I was like oh what did I do again you know what I mean I assume that's the same for a lot of people because you had to waste time the, that was the worst thing about lockdown I hate wasting the days yeah that's something I hate in general you know you want to do stuff and you know live your life and have great days not and not waste the day like you know you want to enjoy that day yeah and did you there was obviously days I enjoyed lockdown but most of the day I was like Oh, it's just another day. I couldn't even tell you if it was a Tuesday or a Friday, you know? But, 
Anyways, do you feel like you boys have um have you had a good time since out of lockdown? Have you had a good what? Is it a, it's been about a month, right? About a month. Have you had a good 13th, last month? Yeah, month. Been, have you had a good last month? Moving out, obviously, that's a big positive. But like anything else, you've like enjoyed since I, being out of lockdown. I got to go to the movies. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. See any good ones recently? The new Bond. Th- <clears throat> <laughs> We're gonna cut that out. No. What are you saying? The new, new Bond. Film. The new Bond film was really good. I've heard a lot of good. Mm. A are lot you allowed to go in? I think it's like to M- wear a- eighteen plus or something, or fifteen plus. It's M. It's oh, M. You yeah. gotta wear masks. Yeah, don't though. worry, it's M. You still gotta wear masks in movies. Or is that changing it? Huh? You still gotta wear masks in movies. Yeah, but no. Yeah, you don't really have to. You just do the drinking eating thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So James Bond was good. I watched like this film called Pig. What's that? With Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The truffles. Truffle pig. Yeah. Truffle, yes. Mate, it's Nick Cage. It's, it's what a man. It's actually a really good film, though. Nick Cage isn't a good film. It's a good film. Unbelievable. He doesn't have a bad film. No, it's 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 actually a good <laughs> film. It's like a really sad film. Really. But it's really good and like. Nick Cage can act. Can't believe it. It's super sad, but it's like also really funny. Like he takes a bike from a kid on the street and like screams at the kid. As he's doing it, <laughs> just to scare the kid. He's so a prodigy. <laughs> so right. And then he's like in like a bakery, like and he's like uh, taking bread. Yeah. Like uh, some like biscuit or some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he picks it up, looks at it, and then puts it down and takes the other one. <laughs> and it's just there was like no context to that. I don't know why he did that, but it was just so funny. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It was, I feel like he has an artistic vision most people can't understand. Yeah, Nick Cage is a different animal. He knows what yeah. he's doing. Same beast, different animal. He's in Jack, race. what about you? What, um, anything, how's your last month out of lockdown? What, yeah, what like, initially, at, the, at the beginning of, like, the end of lockdown, it's kind of like all the things you're excited for and all the things you want yeah. um, slowly come back. Actually, not slowly, quickly come back. And you have that, like, so quick, mate. week month, or two eh? weeks of, like, pure excitement, pure bliss of, like, oh, I can now go to the club. Oh, not club. I can go to the bar with my mates. <laughs> I can, club Kings here. I can uh, do, do what I couldn't during lockdown that I really wanted to. Um, and then you find, like, soon after that, the stresses you had before lockdown come back. Yeah. Because, um, obviously, all the commitments you had prior to. Well, they obviously, um, you're back in the... Yeah, yeah. You, you go back into the flow of things. Yeah. But um, I, I do think, like... It, it's not the exact same as it was before. You you do go back into like a like so gratefulness. I think again, like um, yeah. going back into that lockdown and then coming out. Um, even just, though there is that stress, there's like yeah. I, I'm just happy to live my life without being restricted. Yeah. Obviously, we're still. Rest- I think we're just certain restrictions. I don't know what the hell they are anymore. Mask wearing. There's a couple other ones, but like, it, you pr- we're pretty much back in normal life. Mm. You, think about you can go. You can go to a nightclub. And you don't have to wait four hours before you can get in within twenty minutes. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, well, that was great talking about all that stuff. Uh, wait, actually, let's quickly talk about this. Um, oh, we can, why not? So, me and Jack are big uh, YouTube fans, and our favorite one's Sidemen. Yeah. Are you ready for the Sidemen vodka? Oh, we, I just I, have to quickly talk about this. I don't, I don't, I don't think I am. I think it's, a, I think it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I do love them. They, they, yeah, they, they have like explicitly mentioned like yeah. it, it is their job. That's how they make money. So obviously, yeah. like the sole intention behind the videos and the content that they make now isn't necessarily the content. But yeah. there is the content there. But another huge factor is them making a career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think maximizing profits works hand in hand with making the best content. Mm. Um, Good way to put it. So obviously, like I think there has 
their, their content and the things that they're producing has been compromised somewhat. Um, obviously, like I, I doubt any of them are passionate about their own vodka label. Probably not. Um, but obviously, yeah, they're, they're making money and that's like a very yeah. bad thing to do. Good on them. Good yeah. on them. So I'm ending well in general. Mm. Uh, my computer's about to die, so we have to... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good reason. Yeah, no. No, um, okay, so now we'll get on to the 10. So the 10 are 10 questions I want to ask you guys and I want your perspectives on them. Didn't we go through the 10 over the no. last like two hours? No, no, this is the 10 now. <laughs> okay. Shut your mouth and listen. Joking. So, okay. So first question is, um, tell us about your most recent social media posts or why you don't, for example, you, you don't post that off on social media. Tell us why you don't post on social media. Um, uh, last time I posted was 85 weeks ago. Ages I ago. found that out last night. Oh, there um, you go. Why don't you post on social media? Oh, I get so I got so stressed posting. I'd, I'd be thinking fuck off. I'd be thinking That's about fine, you know? who who <laughs> would like be seeing it. Um, and then every time I'd post something, it, like it was just too stressful. Although yeah. I, I do want to get back into social media, yeah. also to have a platform to like store specific memories. You're sure, that's why um, I post on Instagram so much because it's uh, it's like good memories and you get to show like what's obviously I'm not like oh my god I just did this, but like yeah. you get to look back and be like oh yeah I remember when I filmed that episode. I remember when I was out at, I don't know, the city doing whatever the hell I did. Mm. That's why I like it. Does anyone like yourself, what was the most recent one? Um, I don't know, I posted some like video that I edited with like a photographer friend of mine. That was cool, that was a good video. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I told you how good edited it was. Remember? Oh, thank you. It, yeah. was, it was a good experience, very it fun. edited really well. It was, it was different. Yeah. Um, I actually deleted Instagram, like... Did you? Yeah, like four or five days ago. Like, oh, I still I have an account. Yeah. I check it on my computer, but I deleted it off my phone. Just had enough of it? You just got tiring, to be honest. Like, enough. constantly just checking it. It was just, I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. Like, no, it's good. And I checked it on the computer for, like, notifications and stuff. And, like, I'm going to, like, upload work and stuff when I have yeah. work to upload. Yeah. But, um, no, I just wasn't a fan, like... Apart fair from enough. movie stuff, I wasn't yeah. too fond of what I was what I was seeing. To be honest, yeah, fair enough. Just wasn't wasn't fond of it. That's it. Yeah, what's, what's the next question? <laughs> oh, what about you? Uh, as I said last week, uh, I love it. So, and my recent one was um, what I put up. Um, oh God, I was at this nightclub. I went to a couple clubs and put up photos. Nice. It's, it's a good quality photo. Yeah. And uh, it was me and a couple. It was me and my brother, the main one. And uh, just had a good time. Just good mm. night out. It's first actual club experience after COVID, so it was good. Lovely. Who is your biggest inspiration? This can be a celebrity. This can be your parents. It can be whoever you want. Just who's yeah. your biggest inspiration? Who wants to go first? Um, I'd say I'd say it's my it's my my grandpa. To to be honest, would would you like to know why? Yeah, tell me a little bit. Yeah, no, he's just it's just. Um, just like the way he handles family and like hardships and just everything mm-hmm. he's been doing in life to get to where he is and just pulling through and just being positive and doing his best. It's, um, it's, it's, it's incredibly special. I can't, can't even describe it, but, uh, I just, just, I'm super, super proud of him. That's good. And he, he, he truly is my, my hero. And I always tell him like, when I'm older, I want to be just like you. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And uh, Jack, yourself. That's very lovely. That is very. That was very lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Nelson Mandela. It <laughs> <laughs> was so him. random. No, no, no. Well, it's well, it's well, just well, random. I was not expecting you to say Nelson yeah, Mandela. Yeah. I, he's he's a great one. He's a great person. But yeah. Reasoning. Personal. 
do you know him? Is he like no, your dad no, or something? Per, 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 personal, <laughs> personal interest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No, he was, it, was a, it, was one, it was a great bloke. Yeah. I was not expecting that. <laughs> That's why I laughed. Yeah, um, what about you? Oh, God, so many. No, it isn't. Uh, parents, obviously, you know, growing, teaching, me, teaching me how to live and, you know, growing up and stuff. And then uh, when I was talking, actually talking about my parents about this yesterday, probably like LeBron because he's, he's, he's good at so many different things and he works so hard. And, you know, I just try to follow him. And also another one, uh, KSI, was similar because they both have, like, their main thing, but then they're also so good at so many other things and they work so hard to Wait, get there. K- KSI and who? LeBron James. Oh, LeBron, yeah. My two celebrity ones. Do, do you feel similar to about that with, like, Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. yeah. Just any celebrities that do really well and succeed at it and yeah. multiple things because that's what I want in the future. Yeah. Um, worst drunk experience. Worst what? Drunk experience um you don't have to go into detail does it count if i greened out or like it has to be alcohol up to you because i could say i could say i was drunk on weed sure (laughs) tell us about your drunk on weed experience Nah, it was just um it was actually john was there for that oh yeah yeah just i don't know what happened but like i had like three puffs of a joint and then Five minutes afterwards, just ran into the bathroom and started throwing up for the next four hours. Oh my god! It was really bad. Like, Jack, Jack was really worried about me, and he was like trying to keep me awake and stuff. Jack's and I, good man. Yeah, he was good. He stayed in there for a long time, um, except when he went out to smoke more weed. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. he, he stayed with me the whole time, okay. um, and it was very nice. And um, yeah, big big shout out for that. We Thank love you, Jack. We Jeez. love you, Jack. Thank you. And Jack, yourself, worst drunk experience? Um, I might go off of the weed one. Um, weed drunk. I was in a coffee shop in Amsterdam, and I was there with a friend and two other like mutual friends who had smoked three times a day for the entire year, um, the year prior. So obviously, like you kind of want to keep up, um, and I couldn't, but I did anyway. So basically, mm. about ten minutes after entering the coffee shop. I was sitting on the toilet, um, suffocating. Oh God! And Lovely. I, I couldn't breathe, and I, I was in there for a total of like 20, 30 minutes, which felt like several hours. Bloody um, hell! It was quite pleasant. Did you feel better after thirty minutes? No. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. What about you? Uh, the Newcastle story. Do you know? Have I told you about the Newcastle no. story? Oh, it'll take too long. Okay. But like it's, uh, I drank too. I was out in Newcastle and Hunter Valley, and I drank too much. Nice. And then um, it came out both ways the next oh, that night. Yep. Lovely. <laughs> yep. Disgusting. Put anyway. Dog dog. Oh, disgusting. Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh yeah. Mine's Megan Fox. For the Transformers. Mm. I was gonna say Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not fair. Yeah, fair. Um, I respect it. No, um... Has a mother-like figure, huh? She is. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love Mother Teresa? Yeah. Um... Good Jewish man. Mm. And she has nothing to do with the Jews. <laughs> my computer's about to die. kinky Cleopatra shit. <laughs> <laughs> my computer's on 9%. Uh, no, it was my first celebrity crush. I, I don't know. There was, there was, there was a lot. I, I don't know. Okay, all good. Um, I forgot her name. Les Miserables. Um... <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you. Your favourite activity to do? So it can be anything. What's your favourite thing to oh, do? Bouldering. Yeah, bouldering. Yeah, yeah so you always fun. tell me that. I've, we've got to do that. Yeah. Zane? 
Yeah, we should. Bouldering, bouldering is fun. Um, recently, I've just been enjoying video games, but ultimately, I just like anything to do with movies, so movies. going to the movies. Yeah. You both know what mine is. Oh, God? No. Oh, clubbing. No. Basketball. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you not know? <laughs> I think all three... No, they are, like, three. No, they you, are. Failed, you failed the test. They failed the test. They're, like, my beat, obviously. They're my three favourite. But, like, yeah. basketball's still number one, always. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um... Best place you ever travelled to? Best place I want to travel ever. to. Ever. You've ever travelled to. Oh, best place I've ever travelled to. Uh, I really enjoyed going to LA. Oh, it I was, fucking love LA. It felt like home when I got there. Yep, same. So it was very nice. Yeah. Jack? Um, in Luxembourg, I was staying at the border between Germany, France and Luxembourg, in this place called Remichen. Um, and it was, like, surreal. It was absolutely beautiful, but it was, like, that working with like the people that i met there yeah um yeah it was just seems nice really great and um uh, mine's either sorry guys my phone is ringing <laughs> um by the way podcast denver stop calling me seriously um uh la and new york probably i don't know i love i love la i can live in la and new york i new york couldn't live there but it's just so like New York is worth the hype, in my opinion. It's mm. pretty good. You both got to go there, if you haven't been. Have you been? Yeah. I know you haven't though, right? No, you not got to. Go. You have to. Yeah. Um, let me see. What are your goals in the next year or two? Doesn't have to be a whole list, but do you have any like key goals? There's something you want to get done. Um, yeah, I just want to get this short film that I've been focusing on for a few years. Yep. I want to get that done. Hopefully, I. Can help on some part? <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. To. You're hired. Oh, mate, you no. know I want to. I'd be so mad. Not no, being a gaffer, though. Fuck we'll, that. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure something yeah, out. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I want to just get that done and, like, enter that into festivals and really make something out of that because it's important to me. And so follow follow his so, follow Zane's socials. We'll link him. We'll pull him. I'll put them in the description and put them in. But follow his socials for all stuff about short films. Okay. Uh, Jack yourself nice um, I want to like set up some sort of like solid financial foundation yeah. that I can like maintain for like not the rest of my life but one that I, I can finally like stop worrying about like, future finances um, <laughs> because I find like money takes up so much of my mind throughout the day it takes up it's everybody yeah passive income yeah so and, just, and it yeah. like takes up time that I want to spend focusing on things I enjoy yeah. doing that's um, and I, if I can set up something like that in the next two years, that'll, I that'll think be so. good. That, that's, that's just a really nice way of saying yeah. that you don't want to work. Yeah, Thank pretty you. much. But that's Thank fine. You. Um, we already alluded to this stuff before, but, <laughs> but where do you see you guys and yourself for the next five years? Give uh, You already spoke on this, but... Not, not, not properly, though. Yeah, I was just going to say making movies. Yeah, mm. okay, just making movies. And making movies, family. Yep, family. We'll start family in five years. Wouldn't be wouldn't be too bad. Or like begin yeah. begin, so begin to start a family. Yeah. You know, like with um yeah. Just begin okay. to start a family. Fair enough. Just get married. Yeah. Pop a pop a ring. We'll be honeymoon. We'll be we'll be part of the um what's the, the, the blokes that stand up when you're getting married, what are they called? Um God, I forgot the name of it. Groomsman. Groomsman. We'll be the groomsman. Yeah, you should like throw me a bachelor party. Um, where you're mate, like, you're gonna have the best bachelor party. If yeah, I'm if just, I'm throwing the bachelor party, oh yeah, mate, there's gonna be a wedding if no, you're no, throwing the bachelor no, party. No, yeah, no, um, no, no, mate. no, no strippers. Please. Uh, oh no, they're definitely strippers. I hope the strippers at my bachelor party. 
Okay, Jack, you're gonna throw the bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for real. Like, yeah. if you if you throw if you put strippers into my bachelor party, like there won't be there won't be a wedding. <laughs> it's not a joke. Okay, it's fine. It's all good. I'll remember that yeah. in five years. <laughs> Jack, yourself. Um, I think like traveling around the world, but with like Sydney mm, as a base. Um, I don't know, maybe like living in Japan for a bit or Europe, um, and like having Sydney as a home still. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I just want to, I want to at least start thinking about my advertising business. Yeah. At least start, because I have a couple of years of, um, degree will be done, a couple of years of work, hopefully start thinking about in business. And then I just want to, um, that's just the main, that's the main one, but I just want to be my own boss, mm. hopefully, or thought about it yeah. by then. Um, is there anything you're working on at the moment that like, not like main work, but like something you haven't told people about or something you want to talk about? You know, like obviously my example is this podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would define as my main work and not like I've been doing editing, which which has been like really great. Yeah. Uh, worked on TV shows, like I like writing this this film that I want to do. I don't I don't know what what the, the film. main what the main work is. I guess the film. You've been working out for what over a year now? Three years. Three years now. Wait, the the film, the yeah, short the film, the short one, oh, like three years. Three right. years, yeah, yeah. So, so I'd say that's the main thing that yeah. I'm really focused on that I do want to get done. Yeah, you, it, it, of what you told me about, it seems really good. Thank and you. So be on the lookout, everybody. And uh, Jack, yourself? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mate, that's fine. You don't have to be. Yeah. Working yourself? Would you say yeah, you're working always. yourself? Well, that's yeah. good. There you go. Okay, this is one. I think I've told you my answer to this before. What is something you wish was legal in Australia? Do you remember what my answer was? I think I... Um, Marijuana. You, yeah, but... Oh, is but, that what you said? Yeah, that's what mine is. Oh, I made a joke. <laughs> no, but but you know right. my... Did I tell my reasoning for it, though? Um, no. Start our own, start own business. Just oh, nice. One of the most profitable businesses in the world. Oh, Marijuana. yeah. You know, you, you don't... It doesn't have to be illegal for you to start a business. No, no but I want it to be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, want, I want it for that reason. Like, yeah. my, you know, Mike Tyson's made, like, oh, mil, like multi... I think... Hundreds of millions. He is a cooker. Oh no, he's oh. awesome. He makes so much money off his marijuana company yeah. alone. Boys, anything you wish was legal in Australia? Hmm? Something you wish was legal in Australia? Something I wish was legal in Australia. Um, isn't medical marijuana legal in Australia though? Is it not? Oh, I don't know. I'm When I mean, I just mean it like properly. Yeah, fair. Like America. Um, no, I don't yeah I get you something I wish was legal in Australia it can be anything um same sex marriage it is isn't it <laughs> it is yeah cut that out please <laughs> were you joking <laughs> yeah you don't joking. think same sex marriage should be illegal should no it illegal? should be legal no we're not debating about the, this the point is because there is already same sex marriage yeah. we're not joking so you're saying it should be no <laughs> we're not debating about this yeah yeah sorry no. if I offended you Jack <laughs> no. Jack I'm just worried about the hundreds of people you offended who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't I'll agree with you, medical marijuana, like because sure. that that stuff can like really help people. I've heard. Not even for business, but it's just like. Yeah, we're different. I've seen business. the video where the guy's just like fully shaking and just pumped. I mean, takes a hit. Yeah. So well, no, he like eats it and then it's just like oh, yeah, still. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's meant to be great. Mm. And you? I mean, like assisted death. Oh, euthanasia. Yeah, they they recently passed that in. Um, it should. New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, um, you, you okay? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the the way New Zealand does it is, if 
the if the doctor says you're projected, the person's projected to die within six months, based on like their terminal illness or something, um, they have the option for assisted death. Yeah, which um, is a, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, right. yeah, and that is not a thing in Australia, I believe. It's not. It's illegal. Yeah. So I, I think that should be a thing. Hey, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, okay, now this week's W's and L's explaining. I was explaining what this meant to you guys before. Mm. My week's W was I put up my first episode of the podcast. I had it been perceived some pretty good. I'm happy with all the um, you know feedback I've got. And then my L been sick all week, so I've sat at home, been bored until yesterday. So you boys, any W's or L's? Uh, I got a gig on Married at First Sight. Not 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 on the show. Um, like I'm not on the show like I'm yeah, behind the yeah. scenes it's great good on you buddy one of the biggest shows on channel 9 is it? I think it is oh, I don't know it, that or um, what voice did they do the voice on channel 9? I think it's on channel 7 I don't know I don't know Survivor but, no, Survivor's channel 7 but yeah like, I'm it's one of the biggest shows I'm, I'm keen to, to get on yeah, it yeah I'm very happy for you and well done what's a, what's a loss? Um, any losses? What, what's a loss? um Wasting my time sleeping and not grinding. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. Jack. That's a joke. I don't know. That's Absolute fine. Check. Jack, anything? Any um, dubs? Dub. I reckon my dubs win, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Dub, like, I, know, I got a $7.50 tip. Cheers. Um, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. And your L? Um... Actually, no, proper dub is I saw a comment and I think I got someone a job from oh, one of my resumes. I that's wrote, good. Well done. Um, which is good. Uh, yeah. like, well, that's awesome. Something. No, it's great. Um, good stuff. And L, huh, can't really think of any. And nothing? No, it can be something pathetic if you really want it to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, don't, I nearly slipped. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty pathetic. That yeah. is very pathetic. Thank you. Um, well, that's that's everything, boys. Do you want to sh- um, shout out anything? Maybe talk a- talk about you know something working in the future, um, social media that you want to sh- shout out, or your resumes. You want to shout out anything um, in particular? If anyone needs a resume written, go to Invivify. They make premium cover letters, resumes, and LinkedIn profiles. Um, I'll leave that in the dis- I'll leave that in the description. And uh, Zane, for yourself, anything to shout out? Um, I was going to say something about crypto. I was going to say, like, <laughs> invest in Solana. Nah, uh, no, just, no. I don't have anything to shout out, but I'll shout you out oh. and say oh. <laughs> a big thank you. Thanks. For having me on here, because I was pretty nervous earlier. And then after... You did well. You did really well, yeah? honestly. Thank yeah. you. Well... Both did. I was pretty nervous, and then, like, it chilled out, and it was good, and the, the beer was good, <laughs> and... And yes, very very great hospitality from everyone here. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you, me. thank you, Ray's Entertainment. <laughs> thank you. Um, oh shit! I've just realised the camera is not recording. It's alright. We're gonna just replay over it. It's fine. Yeah, because so guys, we're filming this as well, and uh, the camera doesn't record longer than half an hour, and we've gone eight hours, eight minutes over half an hour. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, do you do you want to you, you want to say your Instagrams or anything? Or I'll put them in the bottom description. Anyway, so if you want to follow the boys, if you don't know who they are, um, uh, please go check me out on YouTube. We're posting this on Ray's Entertainment every Monday around 10 o'clock. And then 
go on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for the re-upload podcasts, which uh, I'm thinking about. I might start posting that a bit earlier, possibly, but if not, it'll be Monday at 10 o'clock. And of course, go follow Sam underscore Fraser underscore on Instagram. That's me. And uh, this is the second episode of the re-upload podcast. Thanks for watching.